John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Thanks for streaming with us on It Was Found in My Heart. And as always, as you know about us, we pray that the Spirit of God will help you increase in the knowledge of God and that you discover that you are known. It's important that you know this, that you are known, loved and valued. And we say it over and over again, but it's just something. If the enemy is going to tell you something negative about you, we're going to re-emphasize the positive of what God says about you. You are known, loved, and valued. And even before you were born, get this, you were found in his heart. We are back and um, we had COVID and I was, I was pressing ahead, trying to make sure that we stay consistent with uh, the message or the podcast. And, but my wife is back today. You want to say something to the audience? Man, praise God. Glad to be back. Yeah, so it was a, it was a rough deal for her, I think, more so than me. But um, she made it through. God was faithful and hands on them and prayers have been lifted up for us. So we appreciate your prayers. We talked about it last week. I talked about it last week. And it's a conversation between Nico or Nicodemus, as it is written, and Jesus Christ. Now, let's put this in perspective. The perspective is, is that this is God, creator of all things, heaven and earth, all the things that we imagine of God. We see God sitting down with man, a religious man, a man that is way up on the high charts of Israel because he's a, it's a teacher. He's an instructor of Israel. So God is sitting down with this religious leader talking about biblical things, spiritual things. Everybody knows that verse that you quoted, John 3, 16. If you haven't memorized it, shame on you or you're a heathen. No, I'm just joking. But uh, that is one of the powerful uh, verses that everybody knows, even people that don't know Christ. They know that verse, right? As I looked and read this story, what comes to my mind is that Jesus Christ, God of creation, is witnessing to man. He is sharing the gospel with man. A religious man at that. So as we go on, we'll we'll understand exactly what's going on. We want you to look at what we're talking about, this conversation about with Nicodemus and Jesus from that perspective. God has come down to earth and he's sharing the gospel to a religious man that should have had it all together. Right. So what do you what are your thoughts on it as we go into it? You can read um, probably the first couple of verses or right now we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll ask those questions. Um, yeah, the first couple of verses, it says, uh, uh, chapter John chapter 3, verse 1, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. So let's stop right there. Let's chew on that one. So what when you when you hear those two verses or three verses, what comes to your mind? Well, first of all, Nicodemus didn't acknowledge him as the son of God, but he acknowledged him as a teacher sent from God. And then he mentioned 
you know, about the miraculous signs that he performed, that because he's performing those things, they, as teachers, they knew that God was with him, but he didn't recognize Jesus as the son of God, only as the teacher sent from God. And, you know, as we get in the, in the next couple of verses, you know, Jesus responded to him, but not in the way that you would think, you know, because he just called him a teacher sent from God. And Jesus didn't really address that per se. He goes on to say, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. As I was reading this, I was thinking about um, this statement of what Nicodemus was doing. He was calling him a rabbi. He was calling him a teacher. He was calling from God, you know, and God was with him. And so it made me think about what was Nicodemus doing. And like you said, he never identified him as who he was. And as we go on, God, Jesus will clarify that God will clarify his 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 uh, his place. But what I found interesting was if you go to chapter two and start at 23, we can get a sense of the perspective of Jesus looking at Nicodemus as Nicodemus is telling him he's a rabbi. For him to declare these things about Jesus was a plus on his part that he was really seeking truth. But if you read John uh, 2, 23, it says that now when he was in Jerusalem talking about Jesus at the Passover in the feast day, many believed in his name. When they saw the miracles, which he did, they believed in his name when they saw the miracles that he did. And the response in 24 says, but Jesus did not commit, which means he did not trust uh, himself unto them, which means that he did not uh, put stock in them. And, and just because they believed him because of the miracles, he says, because he knew all men. He knew all men and needed not that any should testify. And this is verse 25 of any man, for he knew what was in man. So Nicodemus came with this, this view of Jesus Christ. And Jesus, as we listen to that verse 23, 24, and 25 of chapter 2, John chapter 2, we see that Jesus knew men. You know, if we look at it, there were people following Christ that believed in him because of the miracles. And yet it is the same people or some of the same people that was lying and rejecting and spitting on him at the end. Jesus point is let your witness, let your witness be the Holy spirit, God almighty in the word of God. Yeah, that uh, that's exactly right. And mean, and just looking at, at this, Nicodemus was coming from an external point. He was looking at what Jesus did, like you just you just mentioned. He was looking at what he thought Jesus was. He thought Jesus was a teacher sent from God. Right. He's doing these miraculous signs, mm-hmm. you know, outward things. And Jesus did not, he was not um, over the moon over those outward things. Right. right. He, he, he didn't even address outward things. He started talking about no one being able to see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Now he start he's starting to talk about something that Nicodemus is not familiar with being born again. Right. And we see in the next verse, verse four, where he says, 
How can a man be born when he is old? This is what Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. And then again, Jesus answers, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Let me address that. You know, let me address the the, the part of it where it says that um, Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the, the mother's womb a second time? And so when you when you when you hear Nicodemus say that you reflect on our own selves, how this this wisdom comes from this word of God what we hear from this word of God, what we see, what we read from this word of God and how sometimes we want to take, or even a message, how we want to take it from a perspective of a carnal earthly mentality. You know, Jesus will say later on that, how can I share heavenly things with you when you don't even have the earthly things down? So Nicodemus is in this place where he's seeing what Jesus is saying, the spiritual aspect of what Jesus is saying from a carnal perspective, an earthly perspective. And we can be that way. And the only way we can understand what Jesus is saying and only understand what the word of God says is that there has to be a moment where the spirit intervenes and opens our eyes and open our hearts to understand what God is saying. You cannot just read the scriptures and think that you got it going on and feel like you're going to walk away with a PhD. You know, the only way for us to understand the scripture is by the one that inspired men to write the scriptures. And that's the Holy Spirit. So that's why we must be born again, because that's a game changer in our walk with the Lord. Yeah, exactly. It says, you know, the things of man no knows no man except the spirit of a man. So our understanding doesn't, our understanding of God does not come from our intellect right. alone. Not to say that God cannot use our intellect. He can. He can use anything. But he uses his spirit of truth to reveal truth to us, you know, spirit to spirit. So and the, the, the verse goes on. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. You know, and we talked a little bit about that. Is What is Jesus saying here? Is he saying you should know this? Or is he saying, this is one of those things that's spiritual that you don't know, you know, because the next verse says, um, it says, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. So in, in that sense, it's saying Although we can hear the the wind blow, we can feel it. You know, it, we know it goes to and fro, but we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know where it's going. And spiritually, Nicodemus didn't understand this. You must be born again, even though he was a teacher of Israel. Mm -hmm. He didn't understand that. Right. Just like we did, we don't understand the wind and he's he's given him that that spiritual nugget that spiritual kind of trying to give him that spiritual understanding of not knowing something even though we are in contact with it all the time we still don't know it so unless the spirit reveals that to you 
you, you wouldn't know. Yes, it's uh, <clears throat> interesting when I when I read that and while you was reading that, a thought came to my mind is that Nicodemus, if we if we really look at this, he was a teacher of Israel, which means that he was the go to person explaining spiritual things. And yet, and yet all the years he studied, because they said these guys had to study a lot. They, they This was their livelihood. This is what they did. They go around and they share and they break down scriptures and they enlighten the people of Israel with, with what they feel God has given them. He was heavenly deficient of the knowledge of knowledge, things of God, of the heavenly things of God. He read scriptures from a perspective of of a job and not a calling. He was this man of God. And whether you're a man of God or a child of God, there's this element of you. Are you doing things on a habitual level, a routine level, and you're still void of understanding? And, and God says in the scriptures, he says, if you lack wisdom, you asked of me and I will give to you liberally, which means I will freely give you wisdom. But if you don't ask, you don't care, you don't want to know, you just want to go about your business like the people of God in, in, in the wilderness with Moses. Moses comes down from the mountain and um, he tells them what the Lord says. And they said, no, 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 no. No, you go and do and you interact with God and we'll just do what you tell us to do. And we know that they did not do what he told them to do. But you get this mindset of that you have to seek the word of God and you have to petition heaven and say, God, by your spirit, teach me your word. Teach me. Give me wisdom. As your word says, you will give it to me liberally. You will freely give me wisdom. God wants us to have wisdom. God wants us to know his word. And Nicodemus, my hat goes off to him because he was not trying to follow the crowd. There were things set up by Pharisees that they accepted things or they removed things of the law. They would do things so that they can benefit from it. And Nicodemus was looking for something more, something deeper, something more impactful. He felt within him. And I believe he was called. He felt within him that there was more to what he was doing than what he was doing. And that's why he came to Jesus Christ, because he saw some things about Jesus. And he says, man, God is with him. He wants you to be saved and he wants you to come into the knowledge of the truth. And so the desires of our heart, if you don't know Christ, there's two things, two elements, I think, that um, it was found in my heart was was founded on. It was to have a personal relationship with God for yourself. You know, if you don't know him, you can know him. But also to have a relationship with him that that is is real and deep and that you search for yourself and have this intimacy with God. So as a, a person that don't know God, that you may know him. And as a person that know God, that you may know him deeper. Mm-hmm. And, and know that he wants to shower you with his love and his passion and his words and increase right. in the knowledge of him. If you want to know the scripture reference that we have, it's going to be in the description. So we want to keep around 10, 15 minutes on the pod. So we may break this message down to where, you know, bite sized moments where you can kind of grab something and say, wow, you know, meditate on it, uh, read over it, uh, ask questions about it. And, and then we can go from there. Did you have something to add to that? God wants our relationship with him to be interactive and dynamic. 
not static. Amen. And and us being in our techie world, we know that when we look at websites, we want websites to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to be static. Right. You know, that's like that's old. That's like when when tech first came out, you have this static website of these, you know, uh, art. Um, what do you call it? Clip art and stuff like here stuck, stuck there, stuck there. You want a website that's interactive, that's dynamic. And that's what God wants. Hey, man, that's that's good stuff right there. You've been listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or responses, you can contact us by sending us an email at IWFIMH at gmail.com. That's IWFIMH at gmail.com.